Hi, and welcome to the Physio DC podcast. Today we're talking with Greer Mackey about concussions, and more importantly, the physical therapy that follows a concussion. Greer is one of the super talented physical therapists at Physio DC. She's been practicing in outpatient orthopedics and sports rehab since receiving her doctorate in physical therapy from Washington University in St. Louis. As an NCAA tennis athlete, Greer has taken a special interest in concussion management since the beginning of her career. So, Greer, welcome. Thanks, Kira. Thanks, thanks for having me at, at our clinic. Of course. Tell us a little bit about your history in sports. Like, did you always play tennis, or were there other sports that you were interested in? Yeah, I mean, growing up, I, you know, I, I was a pretty athletic child, and I played all kinds of sports. I played tennis, volleyball, golf, soccer, softball, all of those sports, um, but kind of really started getting competitive in high school and played competitively in college as well so yep wonderful so you're very well-rounded um with all of those sports experiences have you personally ever had a concussion you know I have but I have not through sports (laughs) um okay I I've had a couple that I remember the most I mean obviously tennis is not a contact sport unless It could be, I suppose, but it has never been a contact sport for me. Yeah, the couple that I had were in college for various reasons. Anything you want to elaborate <laughs> on? <laughs> um, you know what? Yeah, sure. Um, one was actually... One was one time I was truly... I, w- I had a informal dance, and I was going over to a fraternity prior to the dance, and this was not a drinking accident, but I... Being the fraternity, uh, there was uh, quite a bit of beer spilled all over the floor, and I I truly, I'm not lying about this, I was quite (laughs) sober, and I slipped and I nailed my head on a cement floor. Um, Yeah, and actually, you know, typical college scene, I was actually vomiting from the concussion, and of course, in the fraternity, they kind of just thought I was I had too much to drink so yeah it actually it was pretty unfortunate so that is the that is the major one I've had in the past Jeez. so with your personal history and concussions is that how you kind of got interested in doing concussion management actually no and to be fair like in college I didn't actually know that physical therapy was an option okay for treatment after um, which is actually pretty common um perception I think still to this day no really I mean my first job out of physical therapy school I I started at a bigger regional hospital and the the position that I was filling of the physical therapist that was leaving she specialized in concussion treatment and so they just pretty much threw me in and asked if I was interested and I was so got the training and that was that very cool Well, for a lot of people out there, I I don't think they exactly know what a concussion actually is. The word kind of is getting thrown around a lot lately in sports, um, you know, in football and hockey and baseball and everything. Can you give us a very brief kind of definition of what a concussion exactly is? Yeah, sure. So a concussion is actually, it's not always just a knock to the head which obviously I mean it can be caused from that but it it can also come from whiplash injuries as well where mm-hmm. the the head is actually not 
contacted. So a lot of car accidents you mm-hmm. see, that kind of whiplash injury. Any time where the brain tissue is actually being kind of forced back and forth aggressively in the head can can cause damage to the neurons in your brain. So that that is where a concussion can come from. So is it safe to say that a concussion is kind of like a minor brain trauma? Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, it is a traumatic brain injury. I mean, it's on the mild spectrum, obviously, compared to more significant traumatic brain injuries, but it is definitely classified as a traumatic brain injury. So you talked a little bit about, you know, some of the injuries that cause concussions, obviously, in your case, hitting your head on the ground, whiplash injuries, which is one that I think a lot of people never thought was a thing. Are there any other kind of injuries that can cause concussions that maybe people wouldn't really think about? Yeah, definitely. Like you said, I mean, a lot of obviously sports injuries, you know, so especially in football and soccer where there's a lot of contact to the head, but also with real humans like the rest of us that aren't professional athletes, there's definitely car accidents, bike accidents, especially Mm -hmm. we're in the middle of DC. So we get a lot of bike accidents around here. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, assault and abuse even mm, you know, yeah domestic abuse unfortunately with the elderly population falls tends to be a common one as well you know tra- other traumatic work accidents and you know honestly one that I've I've seen a couple of recently is actually people walking down the street looking at their cell phone and running into <laughs> street signs and I kid you not that is a real <laughs> and I'm, I'm not gonna lie I have to give them a little you, you have know, to give them a talking to I gotta, I gotta make fun of them a little bit yeah. when that happens but yes public service announcement when you're walking in the public stop looking at your phone <laughs> yes look up at the world all right so what type of symptoms would a person have if they were suffering from a concussion? So if they hit their head, they weren't sure if, you know, it was anything significant. What is something that either they or their loved ones should kind of watch out for? Yeah, so they should. I mean, definitely, you know, the ones that we kind of hear is like the, the trademark symptoms, like the headache and lightheadedness visual issues, you know, light and noise sensitivity. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fatigue is usually, tends to be very common afterwards. Other cognitive issues, like even just general memory issues. As well as dizziness, that's, and actually one indicator that's actually kind of, an indicator of possible prolonged recovery after a concussion is dizziness. So if somebody is experiencing dizziness right after, it's definitely important to seek medical attention. So, and actually, an anxiety and depression are also absolutely come with a concussion. That's another thing that that I think people are kind of afraid almost to admit, mm-hmm. but it's a total, totally normal response after a brain injury. So, you know, we discussed that you didn't think that PT was even like an option for concussion management. And obviously we now know that it is. So could you describe to us, say I was your patient, what a physical therapy evaluation would look like if I were coming to you because I had a concussion? What type of things would you be looking for? Yeah, sure. So I typically break it into a a few different parts. So 
first off, I mean, education is so important to the patients about just like, because like you said, a lot of people don't understand what they're doing here. So definitely educating on kind of the whole pathophysiology of a concussion. I always take time to explain to people because it, it actually, it, it makes them realize a lot of things that they haven't been aware of. Mm -hmm. um, but so first I kind of, I look at definitely the musculoskeletal system. So that's, you know, as physical therapists, definitely something we specialize in. So a lot of the time with any whiplash or just, you know, any concussion injuries, there tends to be cervical spine and neck injuries that come with it. A lot of the muscles surrounding our neck tend to be very guarded up kind of as a protective mechanism. So that's something I look at, especially, you know, screening for any major injuries. Second kind of system I look at is the vestibular system. So okay. Can you explain what the vestibular system is for those that yeah. have no idea what that word is? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that our vestibular system is pretty much made up of kind of our inner ear. So it's, we have a couple little organs in our inner ear that pretty much tell us where we are in space. So I... I screen for types of vertigo, and again, ver vertigo is is a type of pathology where pretty much you get extreme dizziness and spinning. I mean, there's many types of vertigo, but if that is something that I'm worried about, then, you know, that's always something that I would refer out with. But also, it's important that I look at their balance as well. So balance is another symptom where people might notice they feel a little bit off. So that's something I look at. The other major thing that I look at that kind of plays a uh, role into the vestibular system is, is, is actually more the oculomotor system, okay. which is, is pretty much the way our eyes are, are working together. Okay. So I don't think people don't realize how much like everything we do re revolves around our vision. Uh, I mean, you go out on the street and in order to not fall over and like run into a sign well as long as you're not looking at your phone um you know you need to be looking up seeing what kind of images are coming towards us being able to track different things so so it's really important to that i screen the oculomotor system specifically looking at the way the eyes are tracking together the way they're converging so when something's coming towards you and then also the ability of our eyes to be able to move back and forth between targets. And then one other thing is we also, you know, after a concussion, our autonomic nervous system tends to be harmed. And that's pretty much a big word saying, describing our, the part of our nervous system that controls pretty much everything in the body that we don't think about. So our heart rate, our breathing, blood pressure, all that. So. After a concussion, people tend to have their resting heart rate actually tends to be a little elevated. So it's important that I screen for, for any impairments there. And in order to get them back to their normal, it needs to be a, a slow progression kind of back to getting their heart rate up at a controlled level. So that, I mean, it's very comprehensive and there's always a lot to look at. So. Honestly, I could spend two hours in a concussion eval. Yeah. But, so <laughs> it seems like it would take forever, and we do not get that much time for evaluation. Well, you know. So, yeah, it, it <laughs> tends to be a couple sessions that we 
And it's also important. I always, it's always, you, you get a good feel also over the first kind of week with patients and how they react to, to kind of the treatment as well. So it's, <laughs> it's something I kind of, you know, we modify things along the way. Right. But yeah. So you're just kind of constantly assessing. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So now that we know kind of what the evaluation looks like, and you talked about the vestibular system and the oculomotor system, can you give us maybe a quick peek into what a PT follow-up session might look like for somebody that had a concussion? Like what types of activities or exercise would you expect to see a patient doing? Because, like, I think sometimes some of my (laughs) patients come in, my little ankle sprains come in, and they see your patient staring at a wall. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And especially, you know what, I have to to say this. So we, our (laughs) clinic is in a big building in downtown D.C., and we have this nice alleyway looking out in our beautiful windows and, <laughs> and it's actually pretty funny because some of the other offices across the way i'll i will have patients looking out of the window kind of staring like at specific <laughs> targets and i can I, you know i can only imagine what they're thinking <laughs> little does you know what little does this one lady across the way know <laughs> she her head tends to be at target sometimes <laughs> so i hope she's out there listening <laughs> thank you very much for helping my patients um but yeah, so so with um, with a follow up session, we te- it dep- totally depends on what kind of impairments I'm finding on the initial eval. Like mm-hmm. a, every concussion patient is different, so it's very comprehensive, kind of exactly like the eval. So a lot of time, everything we always address postural impairments. So mm-hmm. so constantly again focusing on the musculoskeletal system and like posture because that is so important in order to give our brain information as Mm -hmm. to where we are in space so we you know we focus on that then we also address again the oculomotor reflexes so like Kira's saying i have we have certain things where patients are looking at targets um doing different eye exercises and they are all very strange (laughs) not something i have them doing out in the street in public so also sometimes manual techniques are important just to decrease those initial symptoms and then again like like before talking about the heart rate so they might we might also be working on trying to progress their heart rate max either on the treadmill or the bike or okay there's a lot going on there but yeah so every patient's a little bit different some yeah. maybe like will work on balance more others may be working on their resting heart rate more it really just depends yeah absolutely so have you noticed with somebody that's maybe had a concussion in their medical history are there typical future problems that people might experience that maybe may come like years down the road that people should be aware of well, I mean, obviously, Kira, if they're coming to PT with me, they're not going to have any issues at all. <laughs> obviously, no, they're going to be totally, healed. <laughs> just kidding, completely. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, any time, especially people that have had multiple concussions, I mean, down the road, they definitely have kind of limited proprioception, meaning kind of like, again, that joint sense position, knowing where you are in space. Mm-hmm. So they do oftentimes have other, like, running into things and like 
balance issues and visual issues, but we we try to get them to the most stable position. So that's not happening again, but yes, that is it tends to be pretty common after okay. after a concussion. Okay. You know, is there any little tidbits of advice that you can give somebody that maybe has suffered a concussion just kind of initially? I know rest is a huge thing, but Mm -hmm. like, can you kind of just explain like what rest actually is? Because I think rest is a very relative word. And when we're talking about the brain, we forget how much information is always coming at our brain and what rest actually means. It doesn't Uh just mean like, you know, sitting on the couch and playing video games and not going to work. Can you kind of explain what we mean when we say rest after a concussion? Yeah, I mean, rest really like in our in this day and age everything is run by computers and TVs and screens and unfortunately in order for to really let our brain and visual system rest it really needs to be like completely just taken out all the screen time i mean again it's hard i'm not going to lie it's very <laughs> hard especially again downtown dc everyone's working mm-hmm. full time you know some people are working crazy hours so Honestly, I try to get people, if they have the option to work from home, that's always a start. I mean, if they have the option to take off work, better yet. Mm -hmm. And then really, like, physical activity needs to be limited. Now, physical activity meaning, like, going to the gym, you know, doing resistance training, doing any kind of, like, hardcore aerobic training, and, like, sports should Mm -hmm. definitely be avoided for a week or two. Now, that doesn't mean, like, to, like it actually is a good thing to get out and do some gentle walks, like that kind of thing. Okay. But nothing that's going to increase your heart rate up to a complete ridiculous level. So, so yeah, it, I mean, again, it's, it's a challenge to get people to completely rest. Right. And it makes sense. I mean, it, people are expected to go to work, so it's hard. But, right. But as much as possible is... Yeah, so rest does not mean stay home from work and and scroll through Instagram. (laughs) That's probably one of the worst things you could probably do for yourself if you're suffering a concussion. Yeah. All right. Um, So, you know, I just want our listeners to get to know you. Oh, sorry. And I was just going (laughs) to add to that. And actually, you know, the the vast majority of people after a concussion – it tends to take like a week to 10 days to up to a month to recover, which is pretty normal. There's all, there's about statistically, it's like 15% of people that do tend to have prolonged symptoms. So I think people, the other reason like people don't like to seek medical care after, or if they do, they, you know, the medical system, I don't think is fully understanding what the best protocol is mm-hmm. after a concussion. I don't I still, you know, there's physicians out there that I, I don't think know that physical therapy can be like a good intervention afterwards. Right. Um, but even, you know, even if people are, you know, any physicians I speak with, if they have patients that are having symptoms after a month, like I think it's very important to refer to a PT. Yeah. You know, there, and there's and a specialist, you know, and, um, a neurologist and the rest of the medical team that has experience. So. Absolutely. So are there are there patients that after, you know, a couple of weeks, 
their symptoms can just resolve on their own. Yeah, absolutely. And again, with rest, like mm-hmm. ideally resting, but absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's the majority of what you're going to see. Okay. There. So it's the, you know, it's that small population that tends to be more chronically having symptoms. So, well, Greer, to have our listeners get to know you a little bit better, I just wanted to ask you a very off topic question. If you had your perfect Saturday morning and you had zero responsibilities, what would that morning look like for you? Oh my goodness. That is a loaded question because <laughs> it really, it, it depends on my mood. Okay. You know, like, I mean, sometimes you just want to lay in bed and like watch Handmaid's Tales. That sounds something. like a good Saturday or, morning. But, but honestly, like probably hiking and uh, camping like somewhere out west okay and then potentially like whitewater rafting okay like maybe cliff jumping or something (laughs) (laughs) no just kidding and then like definitely when you asked me that i like eating tacos Uh, yeah that's a good saturday morning um, oh not okay it wouldn't be in the morning why not I mean, you just, you don't feel hungry for time. Well, unless they have eggs in them. Right. But, yeah, that's, well, that's like what I visualized. (laughs) Thank you so much, Greer, for chatting with us today about concussion management. This is a wealth of information that I think a lot of people need to know. So if you are... Thinking that you're having some issues post-concussion and you're suffering, please feel free to contact us. You don't have to suffer. You don't have to suffer. There's always someone that can help. Yes, and Greer Mackey is one of those people. So <laughs> I hope so. Please reach out to us at PhysioDC, and you know you can always ask for Greer by name, and she will get you back on the right track and get you back to things you were doing before. All right. Thank you so much for listening to us. And thank you, Greer, for being with us today. Thanks, Kira.